0: I sense we are not quite uh, finished with the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That is with understanding why he indwells us. He hasn't come just so we can speak in tongues, prophesy and interpret dreams. Those manifestations are the evidence that he indwells us. His job, his main task is to conform us to the image of Jesus so he will knock off everything that doesn't look like him. He will remove every negative thing and replace it with Jesus until the work is complete. Our part is simply to yield to his inner working. Still, still without ceasing, I feel it increasing this fervour of holy desire and often exclaim, let me die in the flame of a love that can never expire. A poem written by Madame Guillon, the martyr to the Holy Spirit as she was once described. She allowed such a deep work to be done in her inmost being that no one around her understood where she was coming from, least of all the religious leaders of her time. But it was all the work of the Minister of the Interior, the Holy Spirit. He's the executive member of the Trinity. God the Father is spirit and is unseen. Jesus the Son, the visible member of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit, the executive member. The one who gets the job done. Madame Gilles prayer is, a, is poem is a prayer that I linger over, of, over frequently. Let me die in the flame of your love. The flame of your love. The fire of the Holy Spirit burns for us, not against us. It's just that sometimes it doesn't feel like it's burning for you when you are desperately trying to avoid the heat. The ancients knew, those mystics of the 12th and 14th to the 14th century some of them would say, Lord, give me three wounds, the wound of contrition, the wound of compassion and the wound of seeking after you. They knew a thing or two. They kept the main thing, the main thing. They knew that this world and everything in it is passing away and only that which had eternal value would last. So they ensured they set their affections on things above, not on the earth below. That's a quote from the little book of Colossians. I'll let you find it. The Holy Spirit is in us to form Christ and he isn't apologising. His only design, your dross to consume and your gold to refine, as the old hymn has it. And it's a slow process. A step-by-step, choice-after-choice lifestyle to go the way of the spirit and not the way of the flesh. But if you keep going with those choices, fulcrum point is eventually reached. We tip over and the balance changes. At last there is more of you, Jesus, and less of me until we can say all of you and none of me. He must increase, I must decrease, to quote John the Baptist. When this point's reached, you will be of unconscious assistance to everyone who crosses your path. The Jesus in you is so powerful, it will touch them. His love for them will flow out from you, and the greater works than these of which he spoke in John fourteen twelve will become a reality. And you, well, you're aware of nothing but him. You're too busy gazing on the crucified. That's an old hymn too. All for Jesus, all for Jesus, all my beings' ransomed powers, all my thoughts and words and doings, all my days and all my hours. Another one there, old hymn that is. Sums up absolute yieldedness, I'd say, right there. Let my hands perform his bidding, let my feet run in his ways, let mine eyes see Jesus only, let my lips speak forth his praise. Since mine eyes were fixed on Jesus, I've lost sight of all beside, so enchained my spirit's vision, gazing on the crucified. That'll be it. The Holy Spirit will have had his way with you. (sighs) Lovely. And rest.